Is that how it works? Can you hear yourself okay? Can you hear me okay? Wait a minute. You just started without me telling you it was okay to start? I did. I'm sorry. We might. We just might. We might. Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shockey. It would help if you turned your microphone on. Who would want to listen to me? Good question. That's uh, a good question. Uh, we'll answer it another time. 10,000 people a month. That's Wow. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> it's actually 10,000 downloads. I don't know if it's 10,000 people, but it's 10,000 It could be two people listening to it over off one download. Exactly. It could. We don't we know. We could have 20,000 people. <laughs> we're having right, a horrible influence but we all, on you know but um so the barking in the background children is Eno, my niece's dog i'm jody hamilton sitting across from me is david shockett and we have where is it hold on for your listening pleasure breaking news it, it will have bruck before they it got to it bru- broken okay so let's just get to it how much think about having so much money that you're willing to pay 10 figures not to be publicly humiliated on a witness stand. This is all about Rupert Murdoch having to testify. Right. So, so those Spoiler of you that are, that are listening and haven't seen the news yet. <clears throat> or which, read it. Or read it. Um, uh, Dominion and Fox settled. It, what was interesting, we were on the air on Stephanie's show this morning. And we knew it was jury selection today. So we figured that would just be all day. Right? You know, 12 jurors. They were going to seat 12 jurors and 12 alternates. <clears throat> By 10 a.m., uh, Maryland or Delaware time because that's where it was. Um, they had already picked the jury, which is like lightning fast, like an hour and a half, two hours tops. It took up. Well, I have a feeling that uh, you know, Dominion, which we've heard the whole time, was, was not looking to settle. They also they also wanted a you know an, uh, a statement of contrition of some sort, and they wanted to send a message that you can't get away with this. Right. Um, I Fox mean, the money must have. It, it was a one point six billion. That didn't cover punitive damages. No. There's there's a chance that the settlement is greater than they ask, and I have it's possible, and we'll find this out, that maybe they got to look at the jury. They were hoping for a couple of hail marys, get, get a couple of people on there that they thought might be favorable to their argument or their cause. But in a civil lawsuit, it's not. No, it's not it's, all of them. You don't need all of them. But you need a uh, you need, you need a, majority. a majority to believe a preponderance of the evidence, so not beyond a reasonable doubt. With twelve people, you need seven. But maybe they maybe way. they thought there were two or three that could help them get to that majority. And maybe they looked at this jury and said, there's zero chance. Well, and the fact that the judge... Um, because they didn't want to settle. Nobody wants to cough up. You know, and this is an admission of guilt. This is a guilty verdict. Of course it is. Um, uh, but basically, from what I understand, um, you know, stop barking. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> That's the least effective thing you've ever said in your life. I know. I'm very bad at it. <laughs> um, the judge basically told the jury before opening... Because opening arguments were supposed to be after lunch this afternoon. And then lunch happened and then nobody came back. And so everybody was going, what's going on? What's going on? I would love to know how Fox is covering this right now. They're not. I'm sure they're not yet. They will have okay. to. I have a feeling just because that's how I would want it. Um, but basically, so... They sat the jury, lunch, the judge said to the jurors as they were there, um, Fox, uh, Dominion does not have to prove that Fox News lied or had false statements. <clears throat> I'm gonna That's get, stipulated. Yeah, I'm going to guess right now that what they're going to say is, viewer, we have some breaking news. There has been a settlement. Due to the nature of the settlement, we, we are not talk. allowed to discuss it at right now. But at, you know, when it, when, at a time when it is appropriate, we will report in full. 
if they'll even talk about it at this, but they'll have to. Be, They're not going to say go to CNN or no, MSNBC. They'll be forced to talk about it. Trust me. Um, and then the judge also uh, appointed a special master. Well, it's all, all that's irrelevant now at this point, isn't not it? Not necessarily, because the lawyers could be on the hook. Oh, criminally. For we, lying to the court. For saying, yes, we did this and not turning over evidence. So a special master is going to stay there to uh, decide whether or not Fox, Fox intentionally News intentionally withheld, the court. withheld evidence from Dominion. Because Dominion was like, hey, we found out that it was had to do with Rupert. Basically, his duty as the CEO of the, Fox, the, the company. Yeah. And I remember in his deposition that we know about that was reported, he basically said, yeah, I could have said something to them. I didn't, which means he's an officer, which means he had control over his talent. I don't think there's any doubt that he has 100% control of everything that goes over that. He's Logan Roy, baby. One minute. Yeah. No, he. No, more so. I think he's more hands on than Logan Roy. I, I agree. Poor Logan. Like Suzanne Scott, you know. Right. So um, she's a chairman of Fox News. So, yeah, I mean, this this is a big deal. They did settle, which was a completely a surprise to everybody, because like we were saying, we've all figured that they wanted to make a point. What I'm hoping is, is Dominion, you know, do you know if they're a private or publicly held company? Publicly held. If they they're publicly held. No, but my point is, if you're publicly held, you may have a fiduciary responsibility to your board and to your shareholders to take an offer that is fantastic for your company, for check, your shareholders. But I, I, I'm. Rather than gamble, even if even if it was a ninety eight percent chance you were going to win, you know you can't take that chance if you have a a settlement that's obviously in the best interest of your you know Here, Dominion, the financial interest of your company and their the and their shareholders. Uh, uh, la, 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 where it, f- it was founded in and in Denver, developed software, blah blah blah, produces voting machines, was subjected to attention, company. It develops proprietary voting machines, headquarters in Toronto and Denver, officers, CEO. Dominion voting publicly held. It would say in the footnotes, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, I want them, I want Fox to make Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, uh, Tucker Carlson and Maria Bartiromo in particular have to read prepared statements at the beginning and the end of every show. For the next three, four weeks at the top, middle, and bottom of their shows so that everybody gets a shot. At, at, before every break to commercial, they have to say something. I just think they need to do it. Or an hour-long broadcast on each episode how they lied to their viewers and thought their viewers were idiots and various other things because that's in the lawsuit. It shows how little regard they have for their viewers. They hate their viewers. They couldn't care less about them other than it brings in a little bit of money. And the money that they make mainly is from cable subscribers because they don't have a lot of advertisers on that network anymore because a lot of people pulled out. Um... And I mean, I, I don't watch Fox News, but it's on my cable. And so I'm paying for it. Sure, of course you are. A dollar or two a month paying for it. Um, and I would like them to, uh, I would like to not have to pay for that. And that's that's where when Fox News first began, um, they were smart. And they lost like a half a billion dollars in the first 10 years or something of the, the network. It's a private company. It's a privately held company. All right. Um, but they were, they, you know, they, they lost millions and millions of dollars for the first 10 years, which is why, and MSNBC is on a higher tier. They didn't want to lose money. Sure. 
Um, but Fox was smart. I'm just going to say Roger Ailes was smart when he said, let's lose the money for a little while because he was trying to start GOP t- GOP TV in the 60s with Richard Nixon. That was a conversation the two of them had in the late 60s was to start basically Republican television. And I think it's a Canadian company. It's Canadian and um, American. It's both. Management, Staple Street Capital. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they have offices in Denver and this in has Toronto. Got, this is gonna, has to be the... Argue, I don't know what the biggest civil judgment in history is, but I'm going to imagine that this is going to be it. Uh, nobody, yeah, because- w- nobody willingly. I mean, I'm not going to say. I'm not. I'm sorry. Not the largest. Uh, the largest settlement, not the largest judgment, because obviously there have been bigger judgments. Well, I mean, yes. But to settle for 1.6 billion. Well, or more? No, we don't even know what that's settlement. Don't know. It could and, be you know, more. Alex Jones I'm going to bet that it's more. Dollars to Sandy Hook people. What do? You, what is your prediction right now? Is the settlement? God, it could be. Uh, they might be. They might withhold the number. But do you think the settlement is going to be greater than or less than the ask? I'm going to say it's at least what they asked. Okay, yeah, I would too. Uh, I think this is literally all about Rupert Murdoch not wanting to be humiliated at this point in his life. I can afford it. I'm worth twenty billion dollars. Well, the and company the company will survive. Worth Four billion last quarter. The company will survive. They had four billion dollars in liquid or solvent assets. God, uh, last that's a quarter. Sh- and the thing is, if they settle, there's no appeal. It's not like they can drag. Wow. Because even if they had got hit by $2 billion, they'd drag it out for another two years now, in appeals. Now, Smartmatic is next. And according to legal experts, their lawsuit was even more airtight than Dominion's. So they should immediately start asking for more. Yeah. And they're suing for like $2.2 billion, I believe. They're, serv- so they're suing for more than $2 billion. And they have the exact same fact pattern. They have the exact same evidence. They know the discovery now. It's bad for Fox. I would almost think that they might have settled something with Smartmatic, come to terms with Smartmatic before they came. You'd before think. because they don't, they wouldn't want Smartmatic. I'm like I'm a lawyer. They wouldn't want Smartmatic to know what they're. Oh, here it is. Uh, seven point eight seven five hundred million. Seven seven hundred eighty-seven point five million is what MSNBC is now reporting. Uh, so almost eight hundred million. Almost eight hundred so million. That's less but than there's got to be. They have to be talking. They have to. Make well, I would them imagine apologize. that they had they had to come up with a settlement for Smartmatic before that because they wouldn't want Smartmatic seeing this judgment. Right. Um. So at the moment, MSNBC is reporting after a lengthy blah blah blah. Fox settled for seven hundred eighty-seven point five million. It's unclear the extent of any non-monetary terms to the settlement, such as an apology. They're going to have to. Or yeah. Why would you point? take half for that? Yeah. Well, what's the point? I mean, literally, it's half. Yeah. Um. So my view is like when my mom sued uh, the National Enquirer, she didn't want to settle. They offered settlements up the wazoo for the eight years before it got to trial. Like the Gawker lawsuit. Yeah. They got put out of business. Yeah. They don't and, exist. No, they don't. And um, with with my mom's lawsuit, she's like, no, I don't want to settle because I, this is it was principal for her and she donated the money that she was originally mm-hmm. awarded, which she never got because then it was awarded down over appeals. She got about 10% of what she was originally awarded by the jury. And if you look at 7.8, let's, let's call it seven, let's call it $800 million. Yeah, just shy of if that. you look at what that would be after two or three years of interest, that's over a billion dollars, which is what they're asking for. And that's what they would, if they were awarded a settlement for a jury, it could they'd be appealed and, appeal lowered. It, and it would take, a couple years. Oh, at least it took years for my mom. I mean, she was given. She sued for ten million. She was awarded two. I mean, the, the only question is here: What does Fox have to do? What do they have to say? Oh, maybe the Murdochs have to leave. I mean, you God only knows. 
<clears throat> God only knows. You have to step down as CEO. Uh, Tucker Carlson, all these people. No, I mean, Suzanne Scott's responsible for this mess. She runs that network. She controls what goes on there. He's, he gives he gives it not that he couldn't fire her so right. ultimately it stops at the highest rank in the, at the highest rank in the highest link in the chain it stops at whoever the Logan Roy is yeah. but she's absolutely one hundred percent responsible yeah and and so are the producers of all of those her shows. network cost him a billion dollars yeah when, um, so when other people could have done but you know the, I, I get you were losing people to Newsmax, but Newsmax wasn't going, Newsmax wasn't going to take over for Fox News. No, they couldn't, they soon. panicked. They, they could have weathered the storm, but instead they panicked and they could have finessed this particular issue about questionable voting practices in a, in a more artful way. It was a pretty, pretty, it was pretty ham fisted the way they it did was. it, but they panicked they and, did. and, and it, it cost them a billion bucks and it was dumb um, and being humiliated. So hopefully like my, my hope is that the children majors, are the future. Yeah, the children are our future. Um, my hope is that their their main staples, Hannity, Ingram, Carlson, and Bartiromo, because they were named in the suits, or they were going to testify. Wasn't Lou Dobbs already axed? He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Um, but those four that are still on, she's on Fox Business, Mar- Bartiromo. She's on Fox Business. But the other three are Fox. I mean, they're primetime players. They all, I want an hour long for five days straight on each show. I said the word. Um, so that I'm very disappointed in you. Oh uh, yeah, whatever. All the um, children, all the children listening to this. All the children. Oh uh, f- uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I want them. I want them to have to grovel and. It's it's never what we want. It's never going to be the degree of contrition or humiliation. I mean, we we want these. You want them publicly, metaphorically flogged. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Well, I mean, I know that after mom won, they're going to the- read. A, they're going to read a, if not. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Not boilerplate, but a fairly uh, vanilla statement Inocuous. of some sort. It, well, I mean, I know that when Smartmatic started suing Newsmax and Milk OAN, toast. Milk toast. there you go. That's a good I was word. looking for the word. That's a good word. Milk toast. When Newsmax and, and uh, I believe OAN were being sued by Smartmatic. Does OAN exist anymore? Do they even have a platform? I don't I think even think they're. I don't, I'm not even sure they're on YouTube anymore. But regardless, they when they were being sued by Smartmatic each for like a billion dollars, which they certainly didn't have. Um, they read statements on the air for yeah. like a week straight. I remember the one guy in the middle. Of, did you remember there was a, a two hosts, a male host and a female host. They were the anchors and they had a guest on the show. And one, one of the, and the guest started spewing, spewing the my pillow. Mm-hmm. I think it might have even been Lindell, his nonsense. And the guy took off his mic and is like, I'm out. Yeah. Like he, he got off camera. Like I can't even be on camera with a lunatic. Yeah. No, it, yeah. it was hilarious. It is. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> like the guy leaving the, set, the scene of a car wreck, just exactly. stumbling away drunk. Well, I'm upset that they didn't continue the lawsuit. I understand it because it, you know, that they were going to win hands down. There's no doubt, obviously. Fox <laughs> News lawyers were like, eh, we're going to lose this. Um, new, also brand new reporting. Fonnie Willis, Fulton County DA has filed a motion to remove the attorney representing 10 of the Georgia's fraudulent electors. Repeat that sentence. Okay, so remember Georgia... Yes. They're trying to find a way to governmentally... You know... Well, they legally can do it now. Re- remove Fonnie Willis. Uh, I don't think they want to. No, like, no, not you- Fonnie Willis. No, no, no. It's about the fraudulent electors. Okay. Is this about her case against Donald Trump? Yes. Okay, so... Fonnie Wills has filed a motion to remove the attorney representing 10 of the fraudulent electors in Georgia. The attorney's name is Kimberly Debro. 
She's a former assistant DA um, and a law professor at Georgia, at Georgia U. Um, according to the filing, the court ordered DeBro to offer her clients immunity. And DeBro's associate told the court that they had, but recent interviews indicate they never presented that offer to her clients. Okay. That's not, and the judge ordered this. Make sure that you know that, that <coughs> Fonnie Willis is offering a deal to your 10 clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only did they not getting them to hopefully cooperate. Flip. Nope, they don't flip, they don't rat. You're cooperating. Cooperating witnesses, <clears throat> flippy flippers like dolphins. Anyway, um, she said, uh, uh, Ag, who by the way, thank you, Ag, for hosting our podcast, because uh, her uh, MSW Media hosts this podcast. Um, not only did they not present the offer, they lied to the court about it. This is big. Uh, it appears as though some of uh, the fraudulent electric clients are saying that another one of her clients committed crimes that they were not party to. Um, did Dubrow lie to her associate Pearson and tell her she'd offered them the immunity when she didn't? I mean, this is big. <clears throat> Let me ask you a question. If you're Kemp and you're part of the, or Raffensperger, or one of these guys that are, you know, establishment Georgia Republicans, do you really want to stop this uh, train from this Trump train from leaving the station in Georgia? You don't want to protect him in any way. First of all, it makes you look bad and it makes you look anti-democratic. But if you're funny, well, it's like they passed a law to try to, re- that they could remove a prosecutor if they feel that they're. There are already beyond, laws on the books in beyond, Georgia for that. Beyond the bounds of their scope of their duty or Did their. Did he sign that into law yet? I think it is. Law. No, I don't know. I have no idea. But my point is you don't want her gone. You want her to do the dirty work for you and you can keep your hands clean. No, they want her gone. And, and they already passed a law. You think law. they want her gone? Of course they do. Do you think Kemp wants her gone? Kemp wants Trump off the stage as much as anybody, as much as Pence. Well, not as much as Pence. They already changed the law that they can literally overturn a county's vote tallies if they don't like it. They've already changed the law. Good luck. Well, it's that's the new law. In Georgia, if, a count, if somebody complains about a county's votes, the legislature can throw all those votes out and vote for themselves. Okay. And it's such a gerrymandered state that, guess what? That gives a Republican rule... Ad infinitum. That's what they want. They don't care about Trump. No, they're, they're looking for a permanent ruling minority in this country. And that's part a of Christian Kemp. theocracy. And that's the same thing. Kemp going, oh, I want her out because she could come after me mm-hmm. at some point. So they want her out. They don't like the black ladies or the black gentlemen in New York. And by the way, hearing... Even though they elected one as their senator. Oh, well, I mean, they were going to elect Herschel Walker. Thankfully, they didn't. Um, like it's, a, it's astonishing how close that race was. It was stupid, dumb close. But also, I mean, you know, again, with the, the um, voter suppression in Georgia, it's insane there. Um, and any, if, if Herschel Walker did that well, any reasonable Republican would have won that race. Potentially. Yeah. I think that was a 49-51 race. It, it was, was like, very close. Maybe even closer. It was very close. Um, uh, and it shouldn't have been that close. Um, I mean, we have a, we have a, you know, two blue senators in Georgia. Georgia's bluer than Florida. A Jew and a black guy. A black fella. And a black fella. What do you know about that? Um, and a Jew. Who knew? Um. Well, they do control everything, so. Well, according to, uh, Jim Jordan. What did Jim Jordan say? Okay, so he made a comment about the Jews, or just a a boilerplate George Soros comment. There you go. So the House Judiciary Committee. We're talking about Clarence Thomas today, right? Oh yes. (laughs) Um, The House Judiciary Committee decided to do a taxpayer-funded, for those taking notes, 
trip to the borough of Manhattan about crime and how horrible Alvin Bragg is with crime. Um, but, but they did so without checking the actual checking the crime statistics. Violent crime, rape, robbery, burglary. Why don't you go to Bakersfield if one of your crime is? Why, Why don't you go to, to um, Jim Jordan's district? Oh, by the way, he's not the mayor. He's not the chief of police. He's the attorney general, so that's irrelevant. No, like he's they, the AD. He's the DA. Alvin Bragg is the yeah, DA. Yeah, he's the DA, but right. I'm saying he's not the chief of police. He's not no. the he's he's in charge of prosecuting crime. Sure. He's not in charge of, you know, preventing. Preventing or, you know. And crime has gone down since Eric Adams became mayor and Alvin Bragg became the DA. Has gone down tremendously. Like the difference there where they were comparing it to Jim Jordan's district in Ohio and Columbus and Akron, and it's it's five times higher. The murder At rate least. per capita is five times higher. At least that. I think some of the, the violent crime rate is like ten times higher than New York City. Don't worry, they'll blame it on the blacks. That's their that's their specialty. Well, no, no, no. Okay, so in New York you blame the Jews. In Chicago you blame the black folks. In Hollywood you blame the oh in in San Francisco you blame the gays, and in Hollywood you blame you blame gay black Jews. Name one. All of them. Gay black Jews. But that's what when they say Hollywood, they mean gays, blacks, and oh, Jews. Oh, I thought you, know you meant like mean? one. There's one gay black Jew out there. I'm like, who is this person? Well, a, I want to have lunch with this. Per- I want to have lunch with this person immediately. Uh, Sammy Davis was Jewish. He converted, he converted but I'm pr- converted. pretty sure he wasn't gay. No, he was not. Um, uh, Do you think kids today know who Sammy Davis Jr. is? Like what a remarkable talent he was. He was this guy was like in vaudeville, like when he was five. Yeah, he was very talented. Yeah. Okay. We actually played Candyman today on. Uh, Stephanie show because hey, of Ali, because candy of Ali man, Alexander, because huh? um, he looks Steph- like the candy man. Uh, Stephanie calls um, Ali like- Alexander the scamdy man. <laughs> that crazy cat. And if you listen to the candy man lyrics now, it's a little dirty. Um, and we all thought it was drug related back in the seventies. Um, but yeah, with with the the House Judiciary Committee tried to do this thing, and they just look dumb. I mean, Fox News aired the whole thing. I don't think that was wise if they want their viewers. I don't know. I, I think I see. Where where was this forum in New York? Like where were they? Do they like rent a ballroom like at the Hyatt? Do they somewhere. rent a ballroom at the Hyatt or something? It, it sounded like a very big hall. To okay. Me. There was a lot of uh, echo because it wasn't obviously and, and like these people are so profoundly unwelcome there. Like when Marjorie Taylor Greene showed up, it was like she, you know, the tomato. They broke out the tomatoes. Yeah. It's like well, and then what Trump, do they hope they're going to accomplish? Well, Trump when he did his other deposition for Letitia James's lawsuit where he did plead the fifth again another forty times. They were literally outside of Trump Tower going, New York hates you. I'm wondering. It's just, I, I, in, unless this is just still proving fealty to Trump, who gets less powerful every day. Now, Trump and DeSantis are running ads against each other. I mean, you know, it's a circular firing squad. Everyone just get out of the way Absolutely. at this point. Um, <clears throat> I don't, unless DeSantis is playing the long game, he thinks Trump is going to emulate. Here's, th- here's what DeSantis is hoping for. Jack White. Jack Smith. Jack White from White Stripes. I, I like the White Stripes too. You know, he's hoping. Well, why not hope for both? Because they're both fantastic. Uh, because when Jack Smith shows up with the one six charges and with the document charges, you're going to forget about the New York case. It's going to be all this all over again. The faux outrage, but these these are charges. Not the other ones don't have teeth. The problem with the New York charges is they sound like document charges. They sound like rounding error charges. They sound like bookkeeping or charges. Now. These are all real crimes, and there's all serious evidence, and he's probably going to get convicted, and there's and there's consequences to that. But just to the average, oh, he put a, the wrong number on a tax form, to the average person who's not paying attention to this every day the way we do, it sounds less serious. 
Now, the fact of the matter is it might be the most serious because you could argue that it's single-handedly in an election that was decided by, you know, a half a percent and three million the wrong way in the popular vote. 70,000 votes in three states. This action of his with the, the illegality, which was to cover up this payment, won him the presidency of the United States, the most valuable job in the world. So, yeah, and, and almost destroyed our democracy. And, we're in the, and then we're in the process of climbing out of that and we have not climbed out of it already yet um so you could argue it's the most serious crime that he committed i'm arguing it right now in real time i hear you so okay so fox has released a, a statement according to the twitters we are pleased to have reached a settlement of our dispute with dominion voting systems we acknowledge the court's court's rulings finding certain claims about dominion to be false this settlement reflects Fox's continued commitment to the highest journalistic standards. We're hopeful that our decision to resolve this dispute with Dominion amicably instead of the acrimony of a divisive trial allows the country to move forward from these issues. If that, I don't even know if that's accurate. That seems weird. Somebody tweeted that at me, so I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, so we've got Fonnie Willis coming up. Oh, AG's tweeting, I don't think Fox is going to have to apologize on the air or put out any clear statements admitting they lied. The Dominion lawyer said accountability is money, and I'm with you, Allison. I disagree as well. <sighs> They're not going to have to put out a statement. I guess that's, that's I guess that's the reason they paid. You think they would have gotten more money out of it? Yeah. I Why? In the, you know what? I think Dominion was looking. It's like, we're going to win this, and it's going to take three years. Or we could take a billion dollars right now. And maybe they just folded their tenants. It's a privately held company. They're not responsible to shareholders. And they said, you know, I'll take a billion dollars. I just, it's... But where are they in terms of a, of a company? Are municipal- oh, they were losing money. My point is, are, with, are municipalities still reaching out to them and purchasing their election and um, voting equipment? I think, didn't LA County have Dominion or did we have Smartmatic? It's one of the two we had. I'm wondering if it's a polarizing thing where just as many people boycott, you know, like with the Bud Light thing. Just because what people forget, they're owned by a Budweiser was bought by a Belgian beer company, the biggest beer company in the world, about ten or fifteen years ago. Oh, and they're not an American company. This what? is a global company. And Anheuser Busch owns Heineken. So if you guys moved from you know American beer, Bud Light to say Heineken, still Anheuser Busch kids. No, Anheuser Busch is the is the subsidiary. I mean, still they yeah. own Heineken now. So. What is the name of the, the? It doesn't matter. My point is, you know, Kid Rock shooting up a few cans of beer. Now I'm, I'm wondering if maybe they should have run that by management before they ran that campaign. Or the thing is, I see a lot of companies doing this, and I'm wondering maybe they just knew something that we don't. Maybe they just see the world moving. And even though there's some things I don't like about, you know, how quickly it's moving, like the drag queen, drag queen story hour. Like I feel like, okay, sometimes because you can do it, is it always the best judgment to do it? Like I feel like we're rubbing it in their face. But maybe. I'm just, you know, the uh, the old man barking at the moon right now, or whatever the the metaphor is, because old man maybe, yells at clouds. Maybe that is the new world, and I'm just not adjusted to it yet. Like the the Leah Thomas, the pen swimmer thing. Like I think it's absurd, you know. And what I hate about that issue is, it gives all the really people on the other side, the really gross homophobes, xenophobes, racist bigots, transphobes, a legitimate issue that they can slather over all their other crappy issues. But uh. Maybe this is the way the world is, and they see it better than I do. And they're like, you know what? This is this. More people are for this against it. There's going to be a little blowback in the short run, but who cares? Because in a month they'll forget about it. You know, bar, bars that, that sell Bud Light. When we used to sell a lot of like regular beer. Bud Light was the only light beer that we carried. People liked Bud Light. 
and eventually when you're it's a hot summer I don't day drink it all cool it all t- it all tastes the same to me but uh it's very not light. not Miller Lite Bud Light and I, not I, Coors Light I actually Bud prefer Light. Miller Lite people like oh god it's amazing you can tell the difference oh yeah you um, can but That's the the they probably did not do that on a whim. A company like no. it, it wasn't a new Coke decision. Well, and it wasn't a new television Coke, ad. New Coke was a was a knee jerk decision. And this, dumb. This doesn't feel like a knee jerk. Oh no, and and well, I thought there would be. I thought New Coke was being clever because you know the difference between Coke and Pepsi, right? Obviously, you do. Yeah. Coke is Pepsi sweeter. Yeah. And I, did I tell you the story about this? Well, no. I mean, they wanted to compete properly in the Pepsi Challenge. BS. Well, no. The the thing is, Pepsi sweeter. So. This was actually in a, in a Malcolm Gladwell book. He, he explained the whole thing. They screwed up. They overreacted to the Pepsi challenge. Mm-hmm. Pepsi was tailor-made to win a sip test. Mm-hmm. And one guy in the marketing department or in the management said, you know what? Hang, hang, on, hang on a minute. I want to do this again. So they set up a whole Pepsi challenge. But instead of giving people a sip, they gave them an eight-ounce serving. And two to one, Coke, Coke, Coke won. One. They said, okay, people do prefer a serving of Coke than a serving of Pepsi. But what I thought they were doing is they were going to reach out, steal half of Pepsi's market by creating a beverage that was tastes just like Pepsi and then re-release Coke Classic, Classic in a brilliant move of triangulation or whatever you want to call it. But they weren't thinking that smart. They overreacted to the Pepsi challenge and then said, dope, and yeah. went back to regular Coke. Yes, they did. And and Sorry, uh, folks. That's okay. That segue. It happens. Um, but yeah, with the Bud Light thing, by the way, um, Dylan... <clears throat> Is the person's name Dylan Mulvaney, who yeah. I had not heard of two weeks ago, and it was only online. It wasn't even a television ad. It wasn't even a massive campaign. It was just Dylan's uh, Instagram, I think. Paid Dylan like you know a couple thousand. Yeah, but I think there were I think there were I think there were rainbow adorned cans and things like so? that. No, no, no. I'm just talking about it. If you're like a freak, like Kid Rock or somebody or Ted Nugent, well, and you're going to lose your over something like that, well, I mean, fun- there's something wrong with these people. Well, the funny thing is, is they go out and buy the product and then destroy it. So the product is well, this, already this sold. Is, this isn't like when they were burning Nikes or things like Similar. that that are, that are worth 200 bucks. Still, it's still dumb. It's still dumb. It's still dumb. Did I just say Nikes are 200 bucks? I'm sorry, they're like 400. Yeah, I have never bought Air a Jordans are like you know Nikes. four or 500 bucks. Yeah, no, Nike is very expensive. A friend of mine works for them. On um, uh, no, I mean, you buy the product and you destroy it. That You're just giving them the money that you're saying you don't want to give them. And then Donnie, If you're planning on replacing it with the same product. And Donnie Jr., by the way, says, he please says, stop doing this because Budweiser donates to Republicans. They're kind of our friends. This is one misstep. Let it go. It's a it huge wasn't a misstep. It's it a, was just a thing. No, that's from their perspective. That's how he's trying to sell it. It's like, just stop already. You know, in the, in the long arc of history... <laughs> It'll bend back towards we're, the GOP. We're, we're bending against uh, justice. It'll bend against justice in just the way we like. So, um, Diane Feinstein. My God. Uh, needs to retire. Even Mitt so Ro- does Chuck he, Grassley. So does Mitch McConnell. So even do. Mitt Romney said, when they asked, Are you going to help replace her on the judiciary? No. He said, Before, you know, not until hell freezes over. Right. Even Mitt Romney. That's gross. Like, so, there's no decorum with these people at all. No, no. If Mitt Romney's saying that, who is the quote unquote most reasonable senator? No, the entire members of the judiciary. She's got to go. She has to retire. And is she just going to hang on to this just to make it to prove a point? And, and just, she's, is she going to Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself? I hope not. Um, first off, shingles sucks. So, I My mom wish had it brutal. It's brutal. And she's 89. So, it's really brutal for her. Um, and the fact that we've been asking her to retire more so than we ask men of a certain the, age to retire yeah, is also but there's, there's been whispers of cognitive decline from her inner circle for ye- for two or three years now. Yeah, so is Chuck Grassley. Uh, I, I don't. I hold us to a higher standard than them. Fine. Regardless, um, 
Gavin Newsom has said, should she decide to step down, he will appoint a black woman. Now, Barbara Lee is the only black woman at the moment running for that seat. I wish they'd stop saying that. I wish they would just do it because it, it seems like affirmative action to me. Just do what you're going to do. Like, we you know, when, when Biden took all the sh- that he took, when they said, I'm going to appoint a black woman, like after he was always president, you know, and then they, they, it, it allowed them to steal the news cycle for two weeks and talk about you not getting the most qualified candidate, only using affirmative action and, and having a, a racial test for the Supreme Court. He should have just said, I'm going to appoint the most qualified person for the job and then appointed Katanji Brown-Jackson. I mean, the messaging is terrible. Uh, you know, that give, gives Barbara Lee a big leg up over but Adam are, and I'm Katie th- Porter. Does Anita Hill live in California? Anita Hill? Yeah. Think. No, I know who Anita Hill is, but why? I No, I think she's a, she's a college professor. I don't know where. I don't think it's in California, but why would she be? Because it's a temporary gig. If Diane were to step down tomorrow... Mm-hmm. And if Anita Hill lived here, I don't know. She would be perfect. I mean, you know, it's politics. she doesn't want to be a senator. You have to put somebody in there who's accruing capital every second that they're in office. You just need them You to can't f- throw it away for two years. No, but it's a year and a half. And somebody like Anita Hill, she's smart. She's a lawyer. Judiciary. Oh, no, I'm not saying I mean, she's not on. super qualified. I'm saying that she... And she might not want to be a senator, which means something. then it opens it up for everybody that's running for that seat without Oh, God, without afterwards, putting without, putting an, without putting an incumbent in there. Exactly. Because Barbara Lee becomes an incumbent. Exactly. You put somebody in there that might actually well, be a black lady. He put a white guy. He's, he already, you know, is a Padilla he put in for Kamala. Alex Padilla is and our senator right the, now. And then he won the seat. Okay, yeah, because he he got to run as an incumbent, and you know you're not going to challenge yeah, an incumbent for like two senator. Months or whatever, he wasn't an incumbent. For it's long. An, it's enough, and he was he was Secretary of State. He had a big name. He had money. Um, but when yeah, you I mean, give it to I Barbara Lee, then she's an incumbent, and that puts the thumb on the scale for her, which I think people for Adam Schiff and people Katie for Porter. Katie Porter are going to be like, dude, seriously. Now, I I would vote for any of those three. How old do you think Barbara Lee is? Seventy ish. I thought she was younger than that. Why don't you ask the machine? The machines that uh, Mike Pillow doesn't like? Because you also want to, you also want to start cultivating younger people, whether it's 40s or 50s. Uh, we don't want to put a 70-year-old in there. I don't think she's that old. Oh, she's born in 46, so yeah. Oh, 46? Wow. Uh, 70, she's 77 years old? Something like that. I just don't think that's who, who we should be sending to Congress, especially if we can pan-pick them. Yeah, she's 76. She'll I mean, be she'll 74 be, in July. Uh, 77, excuse me, in July. She doesn't look it. Mm-hmm. She looks no, no, I get it. Um, I wouldn't have... I, I, I thought... She, she looks like she's in her 50s to me. Um, but Katie and, and Adam are younger than yes. she is. Uh, Barbara Lee, I would vote for any of the three right now that have <clears> put their hat in the ring. They all get my vote. Well, they're all, you know, brilliant and thoughtful and, you know, educated and, and they're, you know, civically minded people. And they know their way around Capitol Hill. Yes. They've all been working there for uh, long enough. Bottom line, Diane got to go. She does. And, you know, it's like, I get you've been there for 30 years and you were in Congress before that and you were uh, a senator, you were the mayor of San Francisco before that. But you, do you really want to besmirch your entire, be remembered for this one thing, holding on way past your prime? It's like watching Muhammad Ali get beat up by Larry Holmes. Well, that's what, that's, you know, a well, lot of people remember that. And we people do need to realize that the And G- you're hurting us. And the GOP is effing the Judiciary Committee because they're not confirming anybody because she's not there. And they refuse to allow so it's not Schumer like you, to seat somebody. It's not like you're just treading water. You're, you're actively damaging us. I know. If I were in her family, I'd be like... Mom, 
She's not. She doesn't. I don't think she listens to anyone. I don't think she wants to get pushed around. And unfortunately, I think the harder we get, she pushed gets pushed, the harder she's going to push back. I think she's going to. I think dig somebody in. like Nancy Pelosi needs to talk to her. Or somebody like Chuck Schumer. People that she's Joe, Joe Biden. I'm sure she's getting gentle prodding at the moment because they know her. They've known her for years. Um, I mean, Joe was in the Senate with her. Uh, and oh, by the way, he signed some mm. executive orders to help children and seniors with assisted living and um, uh, childcare. If you want, if you work in the f- in for the feds, childcare will now be more. Uh, prominent for you. And then elder care will be easier to get. So that is a good thing. Unfortunately, it's an executive order. So it can be overturned by the next president should he or she decide to do that. But this is good for the time being, um, because we need to pass laws that, um, that do that. Um, And on that note, we'll be right back after this. We're back. Um, So I'm exhausted from that break. Wasn't it really long? So um, the Supreme Court last week, I believe, placed a hold on the lower court's ruling about. Oh, Mifepristone. I thought you were going to go full Clarence Thomas on us. Not yet. We're going to go Mifepristone for now. Um, so a group called the Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine said that the court should leave in place a ruling last week by the Fifth Circuit that would suspend several regulatory decisions by the FDA since 2016 that made it easier to obtain mifepristone. For those of you that don't know, it's one of two drugs that are taken for what we call a medical versus surgical abortion. And less damaging than penicillin, less damaging than Viagra. Like, Tylenol. You know, like, I think, you know, 20 per million people die from Viagra, five if from methylpestrone. No, I saw the numbers. Yeah, it's they, they, they listed 10 commonly taken medications, and every one of them per million people, it was the least Yeah, Tylenol's damaging more dangerous. Drug. Very dangerous, yes. by the way. Um, I wouldn't say it's very dangerous. It, I don't want to get sued. I don't, I don't get sued. Well, enough acetaminophen. If anybody takes enough acetaminophen, it's damaging. But it's more dangerous liver. than mifepristone. Yes. Um, and so basically what happens, okay, up until the most recent court ruling... If you were pregnant, you could take mifepristone plus mifepristol, I think is the other drug, um, up to 10 weeks of pregnancy. They've reduced that to seven weeks, which is still barely knowing you're pregnant, by the way. Um, And the thing with mifepristone is it starts the process and it mitigates the symptoms of the other drug. The other drug literally causes the, The the miscarriage. Um, of, of are they the just are they just tying their own noose right now? I think so, and so basically they're saying, oh, the mifepristone, which is very safe and mitigates the cramping and the pain that is involved with miscarrying. So they just want the women to take the mifepristone, so they're in more pain than they need to be. This is all about making women suffer and, yes. and burdening women with children and mm-hmm. making sure that children have as much many challenges as possible mm-hmm. or as difficult to raise as possible. It's one hundred percent that. Nothing else. I want to sit up on those desks and say, you know, prove, show me, prove me I'm wrong. Prove me wrong. Um, I think Florida is going to be a really. They talk. They call, talk about states being the laboratories of democracy where they they test. So they passed a six week abortion ban in Florida with very, 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 with very, very limited exceptions, which are also hard to even determine what's required to qualify for those exceptions. Now, the thing is, this isn't just a governor. This is a state legislature. Now, there's going to be a lot of people in the state that realize, whoa, I want abortion to be legal in the state. Republicans, Republicans that voted for Trump, Republicans that aren't, you know, 
fanatical weirdos. Um, this is going to affect, start affecting state legislative races. Well, Florida is very gerrymandered. It's very difficult to vote certain people. Well, it's gerrymandered because of the state legislature. But there's going to be a, I think you were going to see state legislatures start to flip over this that would never before. And well, I think Michigan you're, did. You're going, to see, you're going to start seeing Florida move in a way legislatively um, that's going to be shocking because of this. I think, you know, we, we saw a race for a, a Supreme Court justice, a state Supreme Court justice in Wisconsin. Now, They're already is, trying this, to impeach her and she is, hasn't even been this seated. This is a 50-50 state. She won by 11 points. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a modern day landslide. Well, no, and by the that's way- That's a Reagan-Mondale landslide. Well, and in Wisconsin, by the way, Democrats consistently get more votes than their Republican counterparts, but because No, Wisconsin so is a non-democratic state. No, but because it's so gerrymandered, because of how the districts are- are drawn yes. both federally and statewide. That's why, even though Democrats win statewide elections, senators normally, and and the governorships, it's the legislature and it's been the, twisted like it's so many small intestines. Exactly, and so <clears throat> the fact that this woman won by as many because it was a statewide race, so you can't gerrymander a statewide race, and because she and then they, literally she won the seat. And immediately the legislature is trying to figure out how to impeach her. She hasn't even done a ruling yet. And they want to impeach her for what? Being progressive? And they have a supermajority in their house. They do. So they could if they got every single person to vote. And I think they have enough to override any sort of veto. Well, that's what the supermajority does. I mean, so it's just, it's... um, like we saw that gal in North Carolina flip, flip switch parties. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. She she ran as a Democrat mm-hmm. for Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, the for the, for, I'm sorry, for the state legislature. She's a Kirsten Cinema of her state. She took money from, mm-hmm. oh, you know, yeah. uh, Emily's List, from Planned Parenthood, from every left-wing group, group could within two months say, you know what, they just don't represent my values anymore. And she switched, giving the other party a super majority, which would allow One them vote. to veto-proof that's all she needed. majority. Yeah. No, I mean, that's money. Kristen Cinema level. That's Kristen Cinema level BS. Is uh, what corruption. That. Yes, clearly. It is. it is. Speaking of corruption, nice segue. Well, the thing is, if it's turned out the thing with not reporting, forget the trips. Although, don't forget okay, the trips. Okay, so what we're talking about now, Clarence he just Thomas. Said, yes, thank you very much. Has turned out has been. You all know this. Accepting gifts from a donor, a billionaire donor, Christian hard right donor for years. His mother didn't pay rent for years. Still doesn't. She pays like the the taxes and, and the uh, you know the on insurance on the house. thousand dollar house. My it's point nothing. is, he also sold real estate to this guy. Didn't disclose it. Didn't disclose money from a trust. If it turns out he's broken any real laws, not just norms, should the Department of Justice yes. open a criminal investigation against yes. him? And he also didn't because disclose- you, you know why the answer is yes because they would do it to us. Right. And by the way, he also didn't disclose on his filings that his wife made over six hundred thousand dollars one year. Said zero income. Because and you're supposed to declare as a couple. What what did your your in your household income? Now, if his financial disclosures are one thing, and because they want to know how the wife of a Supreme Court justice who doesn't really have a job is raking in that kind of dough, and what Heritage kind of foundation and what kind, name one thing, and what kind of leverage is she using because of her husband's position to make money? Well, and okay. that's a, that could be illegal as well. Well, the question, okay, so financial disclosures, he's broken the law for that. We that's black and white. He's broke the law. Is it a misdemeanor or is it a felony? My question is, what are his tax returns? Did he declare that income on his tax returns? Did he declare the sales of these things on his... Because if that's you know, different... It doesn't matter who we go after. They're saying it's a political persecution of Donald Trump. You break the law, you break the law. I, I say hammer and tong. Go after him with a blowtorch. Go after him with yeah. every legal weapon in your arsenal. Because they, first of all, 
he's got no business being on the court anyway. Right. He lied his way onto it. Second of all, so did they stole five others. They stole a Supreme Court seat from it. I don't think Justice Roberts lied. I think Gorsuch lied. He lied about his abortion. I think Kavanaugh sense. lied. I don't think Alito lied. Um, they all did when it comes to abortion and, and um, stare decisis. They all lied about that. Okay. They all did. How did uh, how did um, Amy Barrett? I think no. How did no? We know she Gorsuch. Lied. Roberts. Roberts. Oh, he he was he, he lied. Story decisis. It's was that a, was that a six three though? Settled, uh, was Dobbs six three or five four? It was technically six three because he didn't concur. He wanted it to be the fifteen week ban. Mm-hmm. So ban, excuse me. Um, so he didn't completely agree with overturning Roe, mm-hmm. but he agreed with most of it. Got it. Okay. So it was technically five four, but he his his opinion didn't concur. It didn't concur, but it sort of did. They stole the seat also. They stole the yeah. seat from Merrick Garland yes. in a way that, that it was never intended by the... the if, we don't start, if we don't start fighting like them... I agree. You have to realize that we're, we're living through a, what I feel like is a death rattle right now of the white Christian male theocracy dominance of this country. And they're fighting. You know, if you were in a fight with somebody and they were, oh, and they were trying to kill you, if you lost that fight, you'd die. How hard would you fight? You'd fight to the death. You'd kill the other person if you had to. That's what's happening. This is a this is a, a death battle right now, and we and in order to you know win one of those, you have to fight like your life depends on it. I agree. And if it if it requires taking Clarence Thomas out because he's a criminal, mm-hmm. forget the fact that he may not be competent to be on the court, and that he lied his way onto it, um, and that he and his wife are you know the Bonnie and Clyde of whatever politics, he needs to go. And if he's finally, finally given us years. Some, finally given us something criminal mm-hmm. that we can point to, that we can prove with a document case, take him out. I agree. I agree. And so we're going to go into our Patreon. And replace him. And replace him with Barack Obama. Hillary Clinton. Ooh. Michelle. Ooh. No, we need younger. You need younger. But either one. Any one of those would just, the GOP's minds would go. Rachel Maddow. <laughs> Because <laughs> you don't have to be a lawyer you or a judge. You don't have to be a lawyer or a judge. I, I got news for you. Give her five books in, in two months. Oh, yeah. And she'll come back with encyclopedic in knowledge. A, in a New York minute, she'd be ready. Justice Maddow. Can you imagine? Oh, that would be fantastic. We'd watch. Remember back in the 70s and 80s, there was a thing called uh, spontaneous combustion? Well, didn't that one of. It would be like the end of The Kingsman with people just blowing up in glitter <laughs> and a collection of rainbow glitter. There was a drummer in Spinal Tap who died from, from spontaneous, spontaneous combustion. combustion. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Do for listening right? to From the They're like, what? If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And we will talk to you guys next week.